It's your boy Tipsy Japan <laughs> back with another episode of Atas across time Atas. and space. Yeah, buddy. We are up here on episode 15. Got my co-host. He needs no uh no introduction, but I'm allowing him to introduce himself. Go ahead. It's your boy Ace of Cross Culture. Number one five. Ichigo. Strawberries up in here. No. Um <laughs> But it's great to, to be back. Um, another episode. It, I feel like it almost every week, it just, it just feels so surprising that we're actually, we're, we're now significantly into double digits, in my opinion. You know, it's not episode 50, but you know, we're on our way. Yeah, it's going to happen. Episode 50 is going to happen, right? Um, but you know what? I, I had this comment about you know, our introduction and you know, I was I was thinking about it very deeply. I was like, you know what? Yeah, it does feel like it's the first dance every time, every time. And it's not supposed to be, right? Like you're supposed to know, like when you step into this Ata space, uh, that this is how it's gonna go down. We're gonna start with a recap, we're gonna get into the issues, and then we're gonna have a freestyle at the end, wrap it up. All right, and that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do today. Uh, but I also want to start with a greeting, all right. Greeting to our our, our fans, they're already listening in, they're in the audience. Uh how you doing? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lot I think of we excitement. already got one comment. Um, mm-hmm. We got one comment from YouTube already. Yeah, Man. yeah. The, Fast. The, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, you know, I want, I want to make sure we're, we're planted uh, by, by rivers of, of, you know, flowing with streaming, uh, you know, life and, and streaming knowledge and, and understanding and deep wisdom, right? And we're mm-hmm. planted by those rivers. And, um, and, 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 and that's how we'll become prosperous, right? So, oh, that, you know, and, so, so I'm going to start with four words. In the beginning. In the beginning, God. All right? That's, that's it. That's, that's my theme for, for the next, I don't know how long it's going to last, but at least, at least <laughs> for February, in the beginning, God. All right. Are you on that on um, that Tetris status? That Tetris status. Tetris All with status the fours. Tetris, because oh. I mean four, you know? Everything's four. Everything Atas. Four. Yeah. You know? In the beginning. Four. God. Four. You know? <laughs> Just like hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is is Tetris actually always four? Four. Four. Shut four. Up. Shut four. Up. <laughs> oh no. Four. Yeah. Whoa. Any shape. Four. <laughs> no. You understand? I played that game thousands of times. Easily, <laughs> easily thousands of times. How many blocks have I dropped? Tens of thousands of blocks. Never notice. They're all fours. <laughs> Is that what that's not what Tetris means? Um, I think it's supposed to be a play on Tetra, meaning four, mm. and mm. something else. Ah, but ah, tetra okay. tetris yeah everything ah, is four. wow all right i like that i like that i like that a lot um mm-hmm. you know as as uh, a brief recap i'm gonna start with a recap uh decap to recap start off with doing all right um and then check what all we right. did all right you know that you know so that's what i'm about right um yeah <laughs> so all right so let, let, let's get a recap in here um, what did we talk about a couple weeks ago? Um, it was 
actually, it was it was the beginning or just a, a few days before um, uh, funeral. You know, we had yep. uh, a celebration in the life of, uh, of uh, a celebration of the life um, <laughs> of one of my aunts. Uh, her name was Dawn, and she was she was the Dawn. She she brought life into all of our lives, um, and she allowed herself to be a conduit of you know God's love, and you know we we're very thankful for that. And we we talked yeah. about what she, what she meant to us and what she invested in us and um yeah you know we spent some time there and the other thing that we began to get into was uh, sapiens and yeah. the uh the story of sapiens the story of mankind uh there's a book uh, by noah yuval harari uh yuval noah harari i want to make sure i said his name correctly i always get it mixed up that's fine uh but yeah he um he wrote you know this brief history uh of mankind and we wanted to go into what he's talking about um one of the things that we noticed was that he um a lot of the the chapters are based uh the the chapter names are interesting that we got back on chapter names um but they're based on biblical uh, ideas and mm-hmm. um you know it, it it does evoke something in the christian crowd you know so um this week we're going to go into uh chapters two three and four uh well uh three four two three and three. four what do you what what two, 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 <laughs> slow three, down um I, I know i know like we touched on we touched on chapter the the you know first chapter second chapter like okay well, some of the issues in there it's not we're mm-hmm. going full speed but we are, we do want to focus on you know a few chapters um just you know opening up these different nuggets these different little packages yeah. here and seeing how um we interact are uh, those ideas have interacted with our lives um but before we get into that before we you know completely open that whole thing up what is what is this what is this conversation um you know I guess coming from a Christian background, um, you know, you you do have uh, the the Christian creation story, mm-hmm. all right. And um, you know, just today, just today, we were in uh, Genesis. We we're going through Genesis chapter three, yeah, uh, talking okay. about um, you know the the serpent and his you know conversation with Eve where that conversation led to and where that brought us. Yeah, you all right. All right, good, good. All right. <laughs> what my co-host just did right now, he's reached, he reached back and said, hold on, let me, let me, let me open up chat Genesis and see where we were, you know, see what we're talking about. And that's okay. This is, this is that point early in the episode. I said in the beginning, God, and I want to open up that episode because the thing is, right, um, uh, what folks look at these biblical stories as, you know, you see, there were one of two ways, two or three ways that you, know, you can look at it. I'd say one is this is like scientific fact, you know, mm. and, you know, these, these, uh, the, whatever's written right here is provable in terms of like, you know, using the scientific method or not, you know, is it provable or not? Um, hmm. 
And then other people will look at it in a more liberal way and say, you know what, you know, what, what guidance can I get from, from this for my life? Okay. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, because I am not a scientist per se, and I do not have the ability to time travel back and verify everything, <laughs> uh, I tend to, to lean towards the second uh, interpretation where it's like, okay, what is this, you know, this story for? What is it trying to tell me? Um, I do believe, I do believe that this is the word of God and that there are, that it is full of, of stories uh, about the love that he has for us and, and this connection that he wants to get us back uh, to with him. And we want to see where did okay. the disconnect start? We want to see where the disconnect started and where to go from there. All right. Like that's, that's where I'm, that's my angle. All right. That's where I'm going with it because I can't. Okay. That. Um, 99% of you listening can't verify the stuff that you hear and read on, on YouTube about any other creation myth or uh, the, the history of mankind. Can't none of us go back a million mm-hmm. billion years and, and talk about the beginning of everything um, in, in a, an actual verifiable way. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, I, I'd love to know, but this is the story that was given to me to help me understand how to live my life. What you have in, in Sapiens is a story that, you know, it's written to help you understand why things are the way they are, but I don't know if it really helps you to understand how to live your life. You know, I don't know if it, mm. if it, ben- if it necessarily benefits you to think that you're no different from any other, what was, what was the quote? You're no different. We were no different from any of the other animals, you know, a couple mm-hmm. million years ago. That that is, it's an idea, um, and it it yeah. may be, um, you know, convenient, you know, based on what we can see to say, all right, this this is what it uh, that the facts tell us, you know. But you mm-hmm. can interpret what the facts are telling you, and and then look and say, all right, well, is that helpful or not? You know, is that going to help me become a better person if I think them just like any other animal and die like just any other animal? I don't know, bro. Good luck with that. It's it's funny that you bring that up only because I I have my my bachelor's in religion Um, and through my course of study, one of the things that came up, one of my professors said is that if you're an evolutionist Mm. then you have one of the worst genealogies ever Mm. you know like oh i've come from monkey you know and then that monkey evolved into this and then that 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 and then here i am today but if you are Mm. Mm. a creationist then your genealogy is filled with that of kings, you know, mm. and not only of this realm, but of a divine nature, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's a little, it feels good to be able to say that, you know, oh yeah, you know, divine nature, because mm. human nature didn't come in until after sin. You know, we were made to be divine beings. Mm. But at the same token, are we to are we to look at other people as if they are not divine beings because choices they made? I just had mm. like 
this crazy, crazy conversation. I barely had lunch today. Um, I barely had lunch today mm-hmm. because this guy uh, at my job, we were just chopping it up. Yeah, chopping it up, chopping it up, chopping it up. Talking about, I was like, oh, let me let me pitch the, let me pitch Atas to him right now because he's the type of person that looks for answers. You know, he's like Mm. he's very inquisitive. He Mm. he's a a um a why person. He wants to know Mm. the why. Mm. Uh, And I was like, hey, we're going over this book. I think you might like. It's called Sapiens. You know, this is the premise of it. Maybe you want to tune in. And that invitation was like, okay, sure, maybe. Mm. Well, how do you how do you see God? I was like, oh, well, no, the quick answer, you know, yeah. there's this and that. You know, I think that science and Christianity go hand in hand. I think that mm. science is just trying to catch up and divulge the secrets of the universe what God put in place. So we're going back and forth, back and forth. You know, um, well, what does the Bible say about this? What does the Bible say about that? And Mm. my spaghetti went cold. And Mm. to this moment, I still have some of it left over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And that was mm, six, seven hours ago. Wow. Just to put it all in perspective. Wow, but wow. it was a great conversation, and I don't think I would trade it. Mm, mm, Especially mm. because he's not. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to label him. Um, mm. but he, at the very least, I can say that he challenges my faith, mm. uh, and I have to defend it. And to me, that makes me that much stronger. The Bible says to be instant in season and out of season. So Mm. in other words, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Be instant in season and out of season. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Okay, warrior. I like that. I like that. Stay. Stay. Oh, say it one more time. You stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. And that's, that's, mm, that's, that's a quote that if you stay I, ready, you ain't got to get ready. It's mm. a quote from a movie that my, um, my old manager always says, you know, every time I see him, mm-hmm. you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. It's like, dang, okay, okay, okay. All right, you hammered it home. <laughs> but it's true. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You ain't got to get ready. Don't stay ready. Stay right. ready. I, I, I think the crowd is ready. And I know I'm supposed to get into to sapiens, but all right, we got we got an intersection between two different ideas here. And if you're mm. gonna read one, you gotta give the other one some time. All right. And I'm not I'm not <laughs> gonna go into the whole thing, but I this this is the very beginning of chapter three. All right. Um that's that's telling man about how to deal with his enemy. All right. Um, would would you like to read that for me? Would you like me to read? It, it says the fall of man. Fall of man. Um, go ahead. You can get. So you're both. talking about chapter three, verse one. Chapter three, verse one. You got the Niv. No. What you got? NKJV. 
Okay. Okay. Um, I like that. Um, just bring me to, to verse five and then I'll read up verse to verse five, five and then All right. Genesis chapter three and verse one, and it reads, sorry, I'm not going to be able to look up while I'm, you know, reading the word. You got it. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree in the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it lest you die or sorry, lest you die. I'm, Got the King James in my head. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. All right, there we go. There we go. So so you have this conversation between who? You got between two, two different beings. Who? Mm-hmm. You have the serpent. Who, who are they? And yeah. Eve. And and Eve. Or well, woman. Yeah. She doesn't have a so name. Serpent yet. and Eve. <laughs> right? But then, all right, what was the conversation from, from uh chapter two? Conversation the from conversation chapter two. Yeah. The conversation from chapter two. I, I it's, it's okay, I got it. Um, okay. This is <laughs> this is um. Let's go back to chapter two, verse sixteen. And the Lord okay. God commanded the man. He spoke to the man, and he said, "You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die." All right. So mm-hmm. yeah, a conversation between God and the man, and then. After that, you have a conversation between the woman and and the serpent, mm-hmm. right? Like God is talking directly to the man and telling him, you know, this is this is what I'd like you to do, and this is what you know you should not do, right? And the man explained that to the woman, the word word for word, mm-hmm. right? But then the serpent talks to the woman, right? Tries to get in the head, and she says. Yeah. She says exactly what uh, what Adam told her. Mm-hmm. She says word for word, right? Verbatim. But then, but then, yeah, verbatim, verbatim, right? Exactly. Found the letter of the law and not the spirit of the law. Mm-hmm. All right. And then we go on to verse six. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye. And also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Okay, and the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. All right. Now, what Hmm. just happened? What just happened? Now, if we're looking at it in the scientific through the scientific method. You know, then I don't know what you're going to get out of the story, except that 
you know, two people, two human beings were talking to two, you know, celestial beings. And I, I don't understand, you know, <laughs> but, but if you're looking at it in terms of what can I gain from this? Well, you have God speaking directly to the man. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, and you have the woman, you know, under, uh, well, getting those, those words from the man and then spewing it back to the serpent. And then the serpent is saying, Oh, well, that's not true. He, but he, he doesn't even come out and just and say that it's not true. He makes her repeat herself, oh. you know. Uh, and then he says, you'll not surely die. Funny enough, in this, in this story, they were already had access to the tree of life. All right. Yeah. They weren't going to die anyway. And you will be like God. Well, God just made you in his image. So you are already like God. They got him up there doubting God. All right. Doubting you know, and 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 um, just you know, doubting themselves, they don't even know who they are. You know, hmm. and then you have this temptation in verse six: the woman saw the fruit of the tree; it was good for food. All right, which is the lust of the eye. Oh no, not not yet, not good for food. So that's the body, oh, right? Just good for food. Yeah, yeah. yeah, lust of flesh. Okay. Yeah. Then the next, very next part. You know, and pleasing to the eye. Plus mm. of the eye. Yeah. Plus of the eyes. And then also desirable for gaining wisdom. Yes. Hmm. Pride of life. Oh, look how wise I am. Look what I have. Mm. Right? <laughs> yes, wow. Yo, no, no, no. You got this story. <laughs> you got this story right here that's showing you, that's showing you where the temptations are in life, where the pitfalls mm-hmm. are. Where do we fall short? Where do we you know, look on Instagram. See all these little pictures right here. Look at everything mm. I got, got, got. And look on Facebook. Look what I got, 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 got. Right? Look at my degrees. Look how great I am. Look how I can stand in front of the people and, and they're just, you know, worshiping me. Raise your hands. Put your hands in the air. Mercy. mercy. Come on now. It's the same, the same play. And this is the playbook. And you just don't... Mm. You know, just turn the whole thing down because, you know, I can't verify. You can't verify what they're telling you either. All right. But they're not telling you anything about how to live your life better. All right. And that's 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 the problem. You know, that's the uh, I got a I got a bone to pick with you. That's what my mother says. Got a bone to pick with you. I got a bone (laughs) to pick with with, uh, Mr. Harari over here because it's like, okay. All right, let's look. Where's my quote? I'm gonna go back to my quote. An animal of no significance. Hmm. All right, you kick off the industrial, the uh, cognitive revolution 70,000 years ago. Before that, we were of no significance. What's <sighs> what, what, what's, what's the point? You know, I, I think that's the reason why, you know, I mean people who are even less inclined to engage in the conversation um, about what science has, has found, like they feel like as soon as you engage in that conversation, you're going to, you're, you're going to lose your, uh, your heritage of Hmm. Kings, as you were saying, Kings and, and uh, made in the image of God, like, you know, um, there's, there's like fear there and in, in having that discussion. And yeah, I, I, I mean, 
the the fear is warranted because if you aren't plant firmly planted, you may end up like the the chaff in the wind, you know? uprooted, like uprooted, <laughs> turned upside it. down and inside out. You know, I mean, some of these these you know secular scientists out here, they just go out of their way to try to topple over believers. Oh yeah, oh man, yeah, they yeah. want to get under your skin. Um, mm -hmm. who, who said it? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. Oh, I know him you know well. the name. I know him you well. Know him well. You oh, know him yeah, well. I know him well. I know him well. See, see, and and you know, it, it feels like he goes out of his way, you know, or, or someone makes him go out of his way, or just that, you know, I don't know if that's <sighs> inflammatory. You know, press is still good press. I don't know, but mm. man, he, you know, he he'll go out of his way to say, all right, well, that's that's your god, okay, you know. If he's the god of the shadows, then I'm, you know, I'm just looking to shine some light and push him further and further away. And that just, mm. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. You know, because, like, you know, the god I serve is one that blesses people with the ability to get themselves out there. And, mm -hmm. you know, if you've been blessed with a mind, did did you put that mind in your head? You know? Nope. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, and and to have, you know, um, to be blessed, and then turn around and just, yeah, I got you, you know. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, yeah, you got to do better than that. I think, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of a lot of what science goes through. Well, not really goes through, but it's seen as the more intellectual way to think. Mm, mm -hmm. And we get not only scientists, but, you know, we get um, psychologists mm. and psychiatrists will say, you have a father complex or you have this complex. That's why you believe in religion and mm. a person that's going to be over you to save you that person isn't mm. coming and mm. if mm. i don't believe in religion then i believe that there is next to no hope and i <laughs> i i can't yeah. it's i need something to keep me going i need mm. to know like something's gonna break something's gonna be okay mm. I'm sorry, I am finite. And I know that I can't do it all on my own. So I, if there's somebody there, a mm. superman, you know, someone mm. who's above man's capability, then yes, I do want to believe that. Mm -hmm. And if that makes me childish, then oh well. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the thing is, right, like the, what, what, what scientists tend to do, like they get into this thing where, oh, well, you know, Everyone wants that that deus ex machina, right? It just swoops in, saves the day. Mm. You know, we want that. Um, but we're like not, you know, we're we're above that. But you know, for one reason or another, people will make their gods, even if there's mm. not one. Even if you're not going to believe in the one up there, then you're going to make one somewhere else, yeah. like. I, trust me, trust me. Like that is a problem. You're skipping uh, ahead it, to, to Exodus right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I'm skipping ahead to Exodus, right? Like, 
oh, where did he go? You know, like we just uh, in Exodus, right? Okay. You know, he just took us across the Jordan, opened up the, the sea, you know, brought all these plagues on these people that are giving us trouble. Can't, ain't got time to believe in that. Uh, man, the guy that helped, that led us through that thing, he went up in the mountains, man. You know, we just going to make something. In fact, we're going to make the man of God make us something. Because, yeah, you know, he's charismatic. Go ahead, make a make a golden calf. Golden oh, calf. man, what are you God. doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Bro, you will find something, all right? And, this, and, and the book is telling you how people do that, all right? Um, they they yeah. may worship their their uh, bodies, bodybuilders. Mm. Okay, I'm looking on YouTube, looking around. All right, and wow, look at look at what I can do with my body. You know, if I if I build up my what was it? And on okay, on Sunday on Sunday we were talking about spirit, soul, and the body, right? And we got these three mm. parts. All right, okay. and soul is in the in the middle with its emotional realm and trying to. You know, it's either lean into the body or it's leaning towards the spirit, right? And if you build up in the spirit and stay walking in the spirit, then you'd be up there like Adam and Eve walking around the garden, not even thinking there was anything wrong with that because you're walking with God on a daily basis. But exactly, exactly. But, but, but unfortunately, the way that sin works in everything, every single thing in this world, um, is trying to get you to be all focused on the body. The, what does your body want? What is your body telling you? Even going to do mm. like, you know, like deceptive neuro, you know, whatever. Uh, what psych- <laughs> neuro linguistic reprogramming? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. No, no, I like no neuro linguistic program. Programming is good if you program the right thing in, right? Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, this just this is what I want. This is my my mantra. You're just using your body to tell your soul what you need, and just leaning in that direction rather than building up your spirit, right? Um, then you come to this place where, you know, you're just living with your, your, you know, carnal desires, mm. right? Hedonistic, all that good stuff, all that good stuff, man. Um, as long as you don't, I mean, the, the mantra of, of, you know, uh, life these days is, you know, do what you feel uh, as long as it Mars. doesn't cause problems for anybody else as long as you don't harm anyone else do whatever you like whatever you like do mercy do whatever you like whoever see, you like here, here's the here's the problem with that here's the problem with that because i've come to the realization that if you love it requires sacrifice it's not a choice if mm-hmm. you say that you love somebody, it requires sacrifice. And that sacrifice is of your time for yourself. Mm. So let's say I love my wife, right? Mm-hmm. I don't come into the house and just make myself a sandwich or make myself a bowl of cereal because I know it's quick, easy, and I'm going to be satiated. I say, you know what? Food has to get made for the whole household. You know, not just my wife, but my daughter. So let me slave over the stove. Let me plate everything mm. so that it looks appetizing. You know, let me give myself the worst of it. You know, if there's burnt bits, you know, okay, scrape those onto my plate. It demands mm. sacrifice. Mm. 
It's not a choice. And if you are loving or somebody says that they love you and they're not sacrificing, it's not love. Simply put, if they're just saying, oh, um, I did this so that you can, you know, return the favor. You know, I did this just so that I can get something out of you. That's not sacrifice. That's um, gratification, mm-hmm. like long term mm-hmm. gratification, I guess you can call it. It's definitely not sacrifice. It's definitely not love. Well, now I'm gonna I'm give you some pushback, just because you know I don't I don't like mm. being in that. Go ahead, chamber. push back, push but back. I know exactly what you mean. No, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but but Nietzsche would say that there's no such thing as a selfless act. Mm. All right. Okay. And I know Nietzsche committed committed suicide, and he's the guy. <laughs> you know, folks that that he he killed God. You know. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. He met his maker. All right. Um, <laughs> there's a difference but yeah so, so there's no <laughs> there's a difference there's a difference um he would he would say though he would say that there's no uh selfless act hmm. what would you have to say to that well um, in, in- i would have to to disagree with that and the only reason i would say that there are selfless acts are because if i'm giving up something of myself Mm. And if I don't even get a thank you, I don't even get, you know, looked at again, mm. especially like when you have children. Dead serious. I just I just looked at it as I need to keep this thing alive. That, that was it. Like, oh, my goodness, I need to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do mm. so that this child has a chance at life. Mm-hmm. But and that's was, my, 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 my child. No, it, look, I say yeah. this child because when I first started out, it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, I don't want to seem like a bad father, but you know, I'm probably one of the worst. It's, and even women, after having a child, mm-hmm. you know, there's like two or three ways that they will respond. Mm. They'll respond just kind of, there's nothing. They'll respond like, oh, this is my child, this is my child. Or, mm. whose child is this? Mm. Mm. And that's mm. a real thing. Mm. For me, I wasn't the person who was always talking to the belly and all of that stuff. Mm. It didn't really become real to me until, until <laughs> you I her. could talk. No, no, no. Not even after that. After that, until I could talk to my daughter and she like respond or do something, it was like, okay, I just have to take care of this human being. It was not like, oh, this is my daughter. I need to, no, I need to take care of this human being because Mm. that's my responsibility right now. Mm. Mm. That's what I need to do. Wow. But I wasn't saying, oh, I want to, I want to do this so that, you know, she can smile and I can feel good. Yeah, I wasn't saying. Oh, I want to make sure that she's fed so that I can um get some free time. Yeah, so just like okay, well, she's not crying. Did I do something wrong? Okay, she <laughs> is crying. What can I do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's wow. it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. For, to say that there's no selfless act is to say that like everybody's working an angle, which I don't believe. I believe that there are truly good people in the world and 
They're not if, doing it just for their altruistic satisfaction. And I hope not. Mm. So there, there are people that do good things for wrong reasons and wrong things for good reasons. Mm. You know, if you're stealing to eat, then, you know, you, you're just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. But there are people that give hundreds of thousands of dollars to charity just so they can get the tax credit. For that tax break. Mm-hmm. So now you have to look at it. What am I doing and why? Mm. You know, what's the seat of my power, the seat of these decisions that I'm making? Mm. You know, um, if you look at First Samuel 16, 7, it says that Samuel's looking to anoint the, the next king mm-hmm. of Israel. And God tells him, he's, he goes to Jesse's house, he looks at all his sons like, oh, you know, these are fine-looking gentlemen. Yeah. God says, do not look at them because I have denied them. First Samuel 16, consider, 7. Do not consider do not his appearance. Even consider or, them, yes. Or his says, God, or man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. So it's mm-hmm. not a thing. You can say that you're doing good, but are you mm-hmm. doing good? Like, mm-hmm. you have to have some introspection. You know, am I just doing good so that people can look at me as a good person? Mm-hmm. Or am I doing what's right because it's right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the thing about having this this anchor. You know, um, it does give you this timeless, um, you know, truth to bounce yourself against and to grow against. And, you know, I mean, just the other narratives, the other myths as as they were, you know, mm-hmm. um, they don't, they don't really, I mean, okay, the, the, the one that don't appear to be supernatural or you know i don't know because the big bang seems supernatural to me i mean that's definitely not I natural mean, explosions don't happen and make things every day <laughs> out of i mean like i mean listeners please be honest with yourselves that's i mean it's pretty intense bro that's intense yeah i mean and I, i'm super interested in it like i listen to i mean so many i've listened to so many you know different uh interpretations of the the creation um of the universe and how you know after the first 10 15 seconds how how much it expanded and how it's still expanding and the edge of the universe i'm all in that because you know it's super interesting it's quite a story Mm -hmm. right i mean this is you know i mean you may look at this this book right here this book right here and say it's quite a story too um mm. but this one is actually teaching you what how to navigate life you know um yeah. and how not to go astray and yeah i mean that's just a more valuable story in that you know when 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 that's what you're trying to do you're trying to understand how to live life um this helps all right when you're trying mm. to understand you know um what other 
types of human beings, you know, may have existed at some point. Um, because that that in itself is interesting. Uh, and, it, and it gives you perspective and helps you to accept if, if it helps you to accept other people more um, and, and to not, you know, puff yourself mm -hmm. up like you're you're, you know, super arrogant or something like that, then by all means, go in there and, and find out what they're telling you. And, you know, don't take it at surface value, but go and do your own research if you, if you like or take it at surface value and just like, wow, OK. So, all right, what should I do with that? You know, I don't know. I don't know yeah. uh, exactly what to do with it after you get it. Um, but, the, you know, I'm not I'm not skipping to the conclusion of the book. I'm just, um, you know, I'm mentioning this this one point uh, and kind of harping on it because uh, that's an important starting point. Um, and, yeah, anything else that you, you gain from the first chapter that you want to touch on before we, we jump into the next one? I mean, I don't have much time left. I'm not gonna. I'm not even. I know. Gonna I know. I know. Hold you. <laughs> but it's. Um, I do want to speak oh, to something that yeah, you yeah. The said. Second, the second as chapter far is the, the the tree of knowledge, the, the creation myths. You know, because hmm. one of the things that I've seen in my studies of religion in school is that more than one account outside of the Bible depict mm. the flood as a worldwide event. Mm. So it's not just something that happened in one area. You know, it's not something that just happened to one people. Mm. And people will say, oh, you know, this little black book, you know, everything in there is fallacy. But there are things and events that tie mm. it to history. Mm. Like some of the artifacts that were found and the time frames that are given line mm. up exactly with the Bible. So we can't mm. just negate this. And you were talking before about um, how we see the Bible. Mm. And to me, I see it as a history book, but mm. not just secular history, a history of how God moves with his people. Mm. So if I see it as a history book, then there mm. has to be something anchoring it to points in time. Right. For it to be history, it has to have been past. There has to be some past element to it, mm. something to anchor it. And with each anchor, it becomes more and more logical, more and more mm. truthful, more and more tried and true. Mm, 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 mm. Right. That's just how I see it. So mm -hmm. this this whole thing, because as I've been saying, I've been saying like five different times every episode, mm -hmm. science and religion don't have to be mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. And the the things that I'm getting in this book and just what I said to uh, my friend at work at lunch is that these points and these things, there may be some type of contention between them, but then you just have to 
kind of break your brain over it and rectify, okay, well, if the Bible is saying this and science is saying this, how do I rectify the two? Is mm. it that one is true and one is not? Or is it that just um, science is trying to decipher what's already been there? Mm. And that's usually where it comes to for me, that science is kind of just catching up. So right now, Does I mean, it... whoever's watching this like 30 years in the future know mm. about the great pandemic of 2020. Mm. <laughs> so the Bible mm. actually says in Leviticus, the same thing I said earlier today, that mm. we should not be around spit uh, we should not be around blood, and mm. we should not be around pelvic area discharges. Oh, say it like that. Roll it out there. Yeah. Mm. Because these things carry disease. Mm. So now, how old is the Bible? How old yeah. is the study of microbes and bacteria? Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean... That's what I'm saying. Like, somebody had to say it first, <laughs> and somebody well, they, had to say it second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like they don't, they don't really give credence to that. Um, like, they'll say, you know, it's the whole scientific revolution is the last 500 years. So, you know, up to that point, you know, basically, you know, biblical understanding or, you know, theological understanding was infused with our understanding of how things work. And, you know, up to about 500 years ago, it's like, you know, let's start to separate things and and mm. um you know not not necessarily acknowledge you know uh religion or uh, acknowledge you know the scriptures in the west you know um as you know scientific truth but just to, mm. to question everything and and i get that that's an, a noble thing to to try to question everything and to say you know um we're not going to take anything for granted because that does leaves leave holes in your in your logic sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I, I get that, and I also get how you know different interpretations of the Bible. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, like if 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 I'm just you know this young person that wants to understand what's going on in the world, and I have the Bible as mm -hmm. as a one one credible source of uh, history, um, yeah. You know, include yeah. We'll say even you know a history that tells the story of how you know. God moves with his people um, and has moved with his people. I, I say moves in the, in the present tense. I'm trying to make this allegory here. but um, and, and then, you know, we have the, the scientific record that, you know, has a couple hundred years under its belt and is trying to get this thing together. Um, mm -hmm. You know, do we have to be willing to say that? I, I mean, you, you did say that you, you want to rectify the two, justify the two, you know. Hmm. Uh, one is right and the other one may be wrong or they're both right or we just don't see how they're both right. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I don't, when I, when I look at the, the biblical record, like, am I willing to say that it's, it's not right? Hmm. And that's, <sighs> that's usually what it comes down to is that hmm. the Bible is going to win out because of the because I've seen it tried and true. 
Now, people that believe in the scientific method was like, oh, well, this is based on logic. You know, it's it's been tried and true for me up until this point. The, the scientific method is based on trial and error. So it's full of exactly. error. Exactly. But mm. for them, it has been tried and true. I have mm. used this method so many times that I know that if I plug certain things in, then I'm going mm. to get some. Right. One, and that's what's tried and true for them. Mm. But for um, Bible-believing people mm. or people that believe in some... I mean, they say Bible as a standard, but some religious tome or book or mm. writings, yeah, those things are seen to be tried and true because of what they have said about the past mm. and what you can see it doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm, right, right, right. And right. that's where it comes from. I mean, well, that's where it differs. It differs. Yeah. Because somebody who has a different outlook on life or has not heard of religion and just been mm. living a good life, you know, let's say that they're not a bad person. Yeah. They've just been living their life and they wouldn't say Yeah. They wouldn't they, see the, the credence in the Bible, right. but they might see in logic, you know, oh mm. well, I know that I am a higher thinking mammal, so therefore I can spatially reason and i can problem solve and all that good stuff mm. cool but i feel like there would still be components missing to your life mm. it's just as you said it's this is not just a what book it's a how book mm-hmm. it's a self-help book it's a fix your relationship book it's a yeah. uh sent resent to your life book it's mm-hmm. a how book Right, 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 and uh, and th- and that's you know as as we go through uh, sapiens, we really have to yeah ask that question: how you know it, or you know should we ask the question? Well, there's there's a question for you: hmm. should we ask uh, the science you know uh, argument? How then? How should we you know apply that to our lives? they don't have an answer and they don't even they're not even willing to to put that answer out there you know um i mean yeah one thing that um you know tyson said you know just going back to it, one of the uh mm-hmm. conversations that, that i listened in on was just that you know like it gives him a sense of humility you know to just be 100 percent all about you know all about the science or whatever it's just like you feel like you're really small spot in the universe and you know the pale uh, blue dot yeah yeah but but just like you know if if we're the only life in the universe then you know you even get like this sense of responsibility to go out there and um uh, you know populate it um to to spread life you know but th- this is like a yeah when i so i guess as soon as you ask the question how then you start to get into you know, a, a new religion, you know, and science or Scientology or whatever, you know, um, uh. tap on the nose right there. Like, there you go. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, science does stay out of that conversation for a reason because, mm. you know, it doesn't have uh, an answer. You know, humanism, 
just begets the next thing. And the next thing is oh. in the second book. So I'm not going to say that just yet. Oh, thank you so much. I don't even know how many, how many chapters this book has. And I kind of want to zoom through it. But I don't, what I don't want to do is mm. spoil people inadvertently. So mm. I'm going to stay the course. <laughs> yes, yes, stay the course, stay the course. I'm trying, I'm trying myself. I'm trying. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody else. Um, it's your boy, Tipsy Japan. And this has been Atas, episode 15. Atas. Thank you so much for listening in, grabbing a pen, paper, opening your book or the book and hmm. uh and subscribing hit that notification button it's a reminder to our to our audience um because some, yes, some of you yeah. don't realize that we're getting it in you know it's time um yeah thank you <laughs> uh, that's what it is that's what it is y'all um we're going to be over on cross culture on the next episode uh, but you can catch yes. us on spotify and you can catch us on youtube and you can catch us on whatever um you know, streaming service you mm -hmm. subscribe to. We out there. We out there. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, we'll wrap up with that. Uh, this has been episode 15. It's a little shorter. All right. Um, because uh, that I think you're going to be in the in the air pretty soon, right? Oh, well, I'm going to be traveling. Woo. Let's see. Two, four, about seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut into your sleep time too much. Um, I mean, but, I still got to do a little last minute pack in. Want to gas up the car before I sleep? All that good stuff. So, okay, still got some right. things to do. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, until next mm -hmm. time, stay prayed up. Be blessed. Because that's what it is. That's Peace. what it is.